no, 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 no. Home is where you make it. Home, where you make it. Oh. Everybody know that. Goddamn, boy. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm your host, Jeff. I'm the other host, Jake. And we have a last minute guest, my brother-in-law, Clay. Hello. How you doing? Good. Um, so the reason I brought you on here today is because uh, I kind of came up with a game um, and I needed Jake to compete with someone for my game. So I texted you this morning. I said, do you want a pod? Yeah. You, you were sleeping. I was sleeping. <laughs> And then you came over with like double chocolate egos. Yeah, they're not great. It's basically just cake. <laughs> they look like cakes. What's up, Jake? Nothing much, man. Just list- I was listening to Chubba Wumba tub pumping <laughs> on my way over here. Now I'm all what? hyped up. What is that? You've never heard that? Chubba Wubba yeah, tub thumping? the night away. That sounds familiar. You're I such a baby. I get knocked down. I, I get, get up again. I get knocked down. And I get up oh, again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Chubba Wumba, dude. One hit wonder. Yep, that got you hyped. Yeah, it got me super hyped. I'm ready That's to go. Your hype song, it's I like a hype that. Song. Uh, so Clay, um, Jake and I, we both talked in the past about how we went to WSUV. You also go to WSUV, right? So, tell us a little bit. I mean, we know. I I know Jake. Did you guys just meet for the first time today, or have you met before? I think no. we've met once before we've back here. A couple times. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, just talk a little bit about what you're studying, your major, minor, whatever, how that looks, and. All that. Uh, I'm studying computer science at WSUV. Thought about taking an extra math class to get a math minor, but who mm. cares about that? Garbage. Did they do minors? Yeah. Do you don't have one right now? No. It's actually like a lot of CS people get a math minor because it's required to take mm-hmm. so many math classes in the major mm-hmm. for CS. Computer science, by the way. Yeah. For those who aren't aware. But short easy. short form is CS. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, everybody just takes like a few extra classes and then gets a math minor, and it looks a lot sweeter on your. Degree. How far are you from your your math minor? I think one one class. Do it. Yeah, might as well, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How old are you? Uh, twenty one now. Yeah, a little hey, just turned twenty one, dude. Wow. 21. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So get your get get your minor. It's worth it. Yeah. It really is. Because then you can brag about it. Mm-hmm. You can throw it on a on a app. Not that it matters. Throw it on. Oh, you mean like an application? Yeah. I was thinking like a phone app for some oh, reason. Oh, dude, I should totally tell Jake that story. What a application story. story. I told uh, your girlfriend, oh God. Taryn. Yeah, Taryn's right. lurking in the background. Say hi, Taryn. Hello. <laughs> um, you'll like this story, Jake. So I told Clay that Clay was like looking for a summer job or whatever, and I told him. This to was a long time ago. How long ago? I was like 16. Oh, okay, maybe like. Wait, not 16. No Definitely way. like 17 because yeah. I was at WSU. For sure. So I'm like, come down to my work and uh, apply. They'll totally hire you. Like, I'll tell them you're legit and you can get a job. So he's in. He shows up and I'm out on the dock working. And uh, he's like, he's texting me like stupid questions. Like, what do I put for the date? No. (laughs) 
That's not true. <laughs> but you just like, what do I put for this? What do I put for that? And I'm trying to work, but also trying to help him out. Like, dude, just put this. Just put this. Like, just they were kind of simple questions. Yeah, th- like they were. But at the same time, it was like my first application or whatever. Right. So I was super nervous. Yeah, super and, stressful. And you worked there. So I was like, okay, Jeff will know like exactly what to say. Right. So he uh, <laughs> he gets done with the app and he, he texts me and he says, it was something like signature or you are asking how to sign off on it. You were asking what you put for like a, there was something like a, like, I don't remember a title. It was a title. It was something like that's what it was. So he's like, at the end it's asking me to sign it and uh, it's asking for a title. What should I put? And I was serious with every answer I gave him except for this. And I said, just put diabolical genius. (laughs) And he did. <laughs> so then he goes to like turn it into the receptionist and she like glances it over and she looks down and she's like you you want to you want to turn this in he's like well yeah like all confident as hell like <laughs> hell yeah my thinking was like jeff knew the manager well and like i was like okay maybe it was like an inside joke or something and it's gonna get me like <laughs> bonus points never got a call back so funny <laughs> but then we had like a new manager a few months later and i was like dude come back and apply and he did and he got the job yeah. Oh, okay. So we, hi- we hired a diabolical genius. Resume. How so long did you work whatever. there for? Uh, too long? Like <laughs> four months? <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been there, Jeff? Five years. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Actually, they just... um, I just talked to my manager about moving up into a supervisor position. What? Yeah. Nice, dude. So we'll see how that works out. Uh, That's my f- one of my favorite stories. Other than the... Well, I won't bring it up now, but your Guy Fieri story is pretty good. Oh, yeah. That's like my favorite. Did that was I tell a you that? One. No. Tell it, Clay. Uh, so I was at Taryn's house. With you, have give, you have Taren- to give a l- little background information about Rudy. and. Okay. So I was at my girlfriend Taryn's house with her family with uh, my dog, Rudy. Rudy is like a brown labradoodle. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's big. He's, he's a, big, a dog. big dog. He's a big dog. Uh, he loves food, and he's pretty smart, so he'll, like, sneak around while nobody's looking and, like, get on counters and shit and eat food. <laughs> and if you if you look over at him, he'll just, like, look at you and then pretend like he's not doing anything. And so I always say he's, like, super sneaky. And, like, uh, Taryn's family is watching, what was it? Uh, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Right. Yeah, so triple D, dude. Triple D with Guy Fieri. Have you seen that, Jake? No, I haven't. You haven't seen that? I don't who are you? Nobody. Do you know the premise of the show? No, I do. Do you know who Guy Fieri is? I do know, I do know who Okay, he is. so he just goes to these like diners, drives, drive-ins, and dives and just checks out the food, and they're like specialty places sometimes. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so they're watching that with Guy Fieri, and I see Rudy in the kitchen. I was like, Rudy, get out of there. And then somebody said something like, well, uh, Clay, what are you talking about? I was like, He's a thief and a mongrel, and I don't trust him in the kitchen. <laughs> and the, her whole family is, like, looking at me, like, and then her mom's like, what's your problem with Guy Fieri? <laughs> <laughs> He's a thief and a what? A thief and a mongrel, and I don't trust him in the kitchen. And the best part is that whole show's based in kitchens with a chef, and they think he's talking about him. <laughs> I was like, no, my dog was trying to eat all your guys' food. He does always just climb up on counters. He's huge. Yeah. He's here. Did you see him? Mm-mm. Oh, you'll see him. When He's he stands beast. up on his back legs, he looks like a man in a dog suit. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's Clay's best friend. It is my best friend. <laughs> All right. Him. So, do you guys want to play this game? 
I'm looking forward to it. Okay, so the premise of the game, I kind of told Clay about it, Fourth of July. Um, So the so it's called "Mean What You Say," and it's all of these um, idioms and expressions that I'm. So how we're gonna play is each of you will have five questions. It may end in a tie, so I have a tiebreaker. So I got a scoreboard and everything. And I'm going to give you the expression, and I want you to tell me what you think it means. Hang on. Before we get started, I got caught up on idioms. What does that word mean exactly? It's just like a phrase, right? Yeah. It's like it has like like hit the pavement. It's not literal, but it means something else. Hit the pavement? Yeah. Oh, God. I don't know what that is. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Have have Hit you ever um have you ever watched there's this YouTube channel where Brits play this game? No. Okay, where they they say like American idioms oh. and then try to they try to figure out what it means in an American context. And oh. it's, pre- it's pretty funny because they have no idea. Okay, what good. Like what these simple idioms mean. So yeah, this will be fun. Okay, so uh, do you guys want to play rock paper scissors? See who goes first. Sure. That how much have you watched of that show? Only a couple episodes. You're going to get crushed, Clay. Maybe not. I don't Wait, know. Wait, are these all like, oh, they're all American idioms. I was like, but these aren't all British idioms. What? I think some of them might be. Why would I know British idioms? That's the point. You're supposed to guess. <laughs> some right. are some are American. Some are English. And then some <laughs> are hillbillies. I just typed in hillbillies. I might get some hillbilly ones. Oh, I, sure. I, I might get that. Okay. I, come from uh, I love hillbilly idioms. <laughs> so I have a definition I have an example for some, not all, because some are kind of self-explanatory. They're in sentence. So form. we guess what the idiom is or what it means? Yeah, tell me what it means. Like, what do you think that means? Okay, and the definition is like the answer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You ready? Do we get to use it in a sentence? Like I, a if there's an example, I will give you the example in a sentence. Okay. But not all of them have it, because some of them are in sentence form, and that's as much as you're going to get. Gotcha. Got it? Got it. You sure? I think I'm good. Are you awake right now? I'm awake. You want you pounds want some of this coffee? coffee? Yeah. No, I'm good, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for America's favorite game show, Mean What You Say, with your host, Jeff Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mean What You Say. I am your host, Jeff Lopez. On today's episode, we have two guests competing for all the glory. We have Jake Jokum and Clay Paris. In an epic battle of rock, paper, scissors, it was determined that Clay would be going first. So, Clay, first one is Bob's Your Uncle. Well, that's an Australian idiom. Isn't that like a don't talk about it? So I'll give you an example. Like uh, you say like, oh, hey, remember that secret? And you're like, Bob's your uncle. (laughs) 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 I I swear to God, I've heard that in movies, and it's always like don't talk about it. Okay. That's your answer? Yeah. Final answer. You don't want the example? Yeah, you give me the example. Okay. (laughs) Can I answer it? No! Ah. Uh, Unless you want to set up a way to steal, but I haven't really thought about that. If he denies it and says, I don't have any clue and I don't have an answer, I'll let you guys steal back and forth. Okay. Okay. But you're going to lose a point if you give that up. That's fine. Okay. So uh, the example is just add a dash of salt and Bob's your uncle. What? Add a... Oh, like add a dash of salt and don't talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
and then you're good to go. Like you're good to go. I need a final answer. Yeah, you're good to go. That's it. I'm locking in here. Like you're good to go, basically. Okay, you're good to go. Um, I'm gonna defer to Taryn for this. Oh no, she's not a. I'll defer to you, the opponent for this. So, do you know the answer, Jake? I think so. Okay, so it says usually used to conclude a set of instructions. So almost like, and that's it. Okay, is that in American? I don't know. Okay, because in Australia, Bob's your uncle is like a super obvious statement. Okay, it's kind of the same idea, like to conclude, like, and that's it, and then you're finished. Okay. Like, and you're good to go. So, do we give him that point? I'll, I'll let's give him that. Okay, we'll yeah, give it we'll to him. him that's one for Clay. That was a, that was a weak like point. What do you mean? Iffy point, right? No, you got it. Exactly. <laughs> you didn't get it at first, but we gave you some time. Yeah. All right, so Jake. Okay. A different kettle of fish. You want your example? Yes. I love the first film, but the sequel is a different kettle of fish. Uh, just completely different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it says referring to an alternative, a different thing altogether. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do we give that to him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like the examples are pretty. Yeah. So so maybe I won't give some of the examples, but it's tied. So from now on, maybe I won't. Um. Jeez, I just read one of these examples I didn't read prior. So Clay. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> All mouth and no trousers. You know what's funny? As I read some of these the past Jen, and she got almost every single one right. Really? Yeah. She like, watches a should, lot of we TV. We should bring her in. I was like, damn, dude, good thing you're not playing this game. You'd beat everybody. A lot of these are like hillbilly ones. Jen watches Honey Boo Boo. That's true, but that show's not on anymore. Oh, that's true. What was it again? All mouth, no trousers? All mouth and no trousers. It means like you can't back up what you say. That uh, I'm, that's what I'm guessing because like all mouth things usually say like you talk a lot but you can't back it up. Okay. So like you can talk it but you can't back it up with your trousers. <laughs> <laughs> or what's in your trousers? Yeah. Oh, do you have any guess, Jake? No. None. No guess. Just if you were to guess, go. Okay, good job. Yeah, I got <laughs> nothing, man. So it says used to describe a person, usually male, who is boastful but can't back himself up or makes idle threats. Often used in a sexual context for obvious reasons. Yeah. Crushed okay. it. Did I get it. Yeah, he got yeah you got right, that. Sweet. Good job. Um, number four for Jake to go pear shaped. To go pear shaped? Mm hmm. Would that be to. I can't read you that uh, example yeah, because it would be too easy. Oh, so easy. Okay, would it be to? <laughs> I don't know, go out overdressed. Wait, can I steal? No, he didn't give it up. I'll let. I'll give you a chance to to guess after he kind of gives me his final answer. Yeah, I'm just gonna go goes goes out overdressed. Like overdressed? Yeah. Okay, so you're going out like on the town or to the bars or yeah, and you just got like too too many extra layers on. Okay, like too many extra layers or too fancy. Too many extra layers. Okay. Like a hot day, you're wearing a jacket? Yeah. Okay. Just kind of like end up pear-shaped. Okay. Clay, what do you think? Uh, I thought it was like to get fat. Mm, okay. Because like to go pear-shaped. Like okay. 
thicker. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when I read that to Jen, that was her guess. Yeah. Uh, the answer, I'll give you the... Uh, the example that was online. Uh, good thing you left when you did. It all went a bit pear-shaped after Andy started handing out Jaeger bombs. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't, where is that from? Is that just like it gets wild? Describing something that has gone wrong is what oh, it means. Okay. <laughs> that just doesn't make any sense. I just Google things, dude. Leave me alone. Hmm. To go pear-shaped. I just picked these... And I, those are the answers, and that's what you guys are going off of. Do you think it's like, like where it stems from? It was like again, like a like an apple orchard, it like getting run out of business by a pear orchard. And they're like trying to like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they're trying to like make pears like something bad. Like oh, I, I don't just call them pears. Know. I don't know if pears like I'm trying to figure like out where that would stem from. That's the only situation. Taren, you want to look that up? Like a pear is like the an origin o- of to go pear shaped, and we'll move on while, while maybe we'll it's because like a pear is oblong and it's odd it's shapes. Not right. It's not right. Not right. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I can only think of like competitive farmers demonizing <laughs> each other's fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the stupid apples. They're all pear shaped. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So this is gonna be tough, dude. But that was your turn, right? Yeah. Okay. I- so good. You get the tough one. You ready? That one was pretty tough, I feel. It was tough. So good. Now it's even. But you're in the lead. So the word is, the phrase is damp squib. Damp squib. Why have I heard this before? That, oh my God. I've heard it before and I've used it in its, like heard it used in its context. I know, but... I can't remember what it is. A damp squib. It turned out to be a damp squib. Fuck. <laughs> ah. Like it fell flat. Like it. It wasn't uh, what it was like hyped up to be or something. Like it fell flat. Okay. Why? Why do you? Why do you think that? Usually things that refer to like damp. Okay. And like, like a damp thing. I don't know. What's a squib? A squib? Isn't that like oh. non-magic? Squib. Well, in Harry Potter, no, it's someone who can who's who's like born, born into a wizarding family, but doesn't doesn't have magic. Right. Do magic. I don't know if that's what it is. I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> do you have an idea or a guess? I'm just getting like something completely useless. Oh, okay. Uh, the answer is something that fall fails to meet expectation. Yeah. An anticlimax. All right. Dude, he's running well, away with yeah, it, Jake. Yeah, I'm not even. I'm not, I gotta. I gotta come back. <laughs> um, I feel like the. Oh, the dude, this is away. not the one to come back on. Oh, sweet. <laughs> oh gosh. Um. Okay, what do you got, Taryn? For the uh, for the to go pear shaped, you have the origin. To go pear-shaped is an expression used to indicate that a scheme has not been perfectly executed. The phrase seems to have originated in British English in the late 1940s or early 1950s. I have come across several suggested origins, but the best for me is related to training aircraft pilots. At some stage, they are encouraged to try to fly loops, very difficult to make perfectly circular. Often the trainee pilot's loops Uh, would go pear-shaped. Interesting. Okay. That's that's, That's That's pretty cool. Pretty cool history. I could see that. Yeah. I like that. Good job, Taryn. Thank you. Okay. You ready for this word? Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I can I can give you the example in this because yeah, you gave me the last one. Well, and it just it it doesn't really clarify. <laughs> but Sweet. Jen knew what it was. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I feel like Jen should be playing clay right now, <laughs> not me. I'm just over sitting in a corner. Uh, well, you got one point, bro. So Don't be get on the treadmill, dude. <laughs> get on the, the elliptical. The elliptical, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so your phrase is cattywampus. I've heard, I've heard this before. Yeah. Do you want the example? Yeah, we give it to me. Okay. Just like I want to make sure that sign is all cattywampus. Like warped. Or no, 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 tilted. Like it's not not squared up. What do you think, Clay? I would just say wonky. I know wonky is like not a descriptive word, right? Right. But it, what does yeah, wonky mean? Similar to like warped. It's like just weird. Okay. Caddy wampus. Okay. It's not the how it's supposed to be. The answer is sideways or crooked. Give that to Jake. Duh, he got it, dude. My dad's used that on the construction site before. <laughs> Caddy wampus. Like it's a like, technical term. Yeah. Like, well, that's like a kitty corner. I had, I've never heard that in my life, and people use it, and I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Kitty or kitty? What is it? I think it's kitty corner. Like D-D-Y or T-T-Y? I don't T-T? What does that mean? Kitty corner. Do you use that on the sites? He's got to. Kitty corner? Yeah, it's like something that is kind of diagonal to you. Diagonal, yeah. yeah, like point to point. What? Yeah, like, oh, load that kitty corner. or Yeah, it's like diagonal. Huh. I always use it in terms of like referencing houses in reference to yours. Right, or yeah. directions. Yeah, like the house is on the kitty corner. Yeah, it's yeah. kitty corner to the Albertsons or something. Mm-hmm. Dude, That's weird. You're learning things, dude. Yeah, I am. <laughs> it's like a like a weird like uh, ship terms kitty like to the house like starboard kitty corner right like a directional referring to a thing. <laughs> I don't know. I see what he's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, right. I get but it. But it just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just means diagonal. Um, so this is one of the hillbillies ones, okay? All right. All right. Two hillbillies fighting to the death. <laughs> That's the phrase? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Um, lower than a snake's belly in a wagon rut. <coughs> Lower than a snake's <laughs> belly in a wagon rut. Why are you laughing? I, where do you come up with that? <laughs> I that sounds like I, something I, that you saw that Walmart kid say or whatever. I, yeah. need, I need to know <laughs> the origin of this one. Okay. Get on it, Taryn. Uh, what did I say? Lower than a snake's belly in a wagon rut. I feel like uh, I'm failing like my familial lineage. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Grandma would know this. Yeah, you got to come up with it. Oh, for sure. Oh, you got talking about lower than a snake's belly on a wagon rut? Uh, I don't know. It's just got to be like, you've hit a, like an all-time low, like lower than anybody can expect you to hit. Ooh, that's a good guess. Okay. That's a good guess. Okay, the example is, that man is lower than a snake's belly in a wagon rut. Yeah, I'm going to stick with mine. So, they've hit a low point in their life. They've hit a super low point okay. in their life. Okay, Jake, any idea? Um, he's just not a very stand-up guy. Like he's kind of he's shady, dirty. Okay. Why do you say that? Just by the example. I just that's the kind of okay. connotation that I got from it. The answer is has no morals. Oh, I'd give that to Jake. I'm not going to give him the point. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you, you the only way I get zero. your steals if you don't guess. Yeah. Oh, okay. But he did get it right. Yeah. Good job, guys. Um, Jake, talking with your tongue out of your shoe. Ooh. 
I've never heard of this one. Is this another hillbilly? Yeah. Talking with your tongue. Out you guys of were your so shoe. confident when it was going to come to hillbillies. I'd appreciate it if you said these like a hillbilly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're talking with your tongue out your shoe, aren't you? That's pretty good. Yeah, I know. I had a little bit of sh. Jeff from oh. Texas. Huh? God, you're from. T- sound you're from Texas. Was that there. Texas? Yeah. It's kind of a Texas. That's pretty good. Texan Jeff. Texan Jeff. <laughs> Please stand for the honorable <laughs> Texan Jeff. <laughs> That's my judge show right there for sure. Talking with your tongue out of your shoe. Mm-hmm. Is that just um? Don't ask me. Tell me <laughs> what okay, it is. <laughs> I will attempt to tell you what it is. Okay. Um, is it? You're just like making. You're just making shit up. Okay. Yeah, I'm. Just, I'm gonna go with that. Okay. Do you have a guess, Clay? Yeah, um, that's probably what I would go with. It's just okay. like talking about your shoe, just like saying random shit. The answer is you're lying. Yeah. I don't think that. I don't think that I get that. What? I was just. You're just saying. I was just saying. What did does I he get that? I don't think I get that. Yeah. I mean, you said what you said was. I, I agreed with him. Yeah, and then you said just making shit up is what you said. Making shit up isn't yeah. the same as like lying. But that's what you said. F- when you agreed with his answer. Right. <laughs> if you don't want it, bro, I'm going to give it I to mean, you. I mean, if you're going to give it to me, I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, I guess making shit up is kind of lying, right. I guess. Right. All you right. just said kind of just... I don't know. I'll leave it up to you two to decide. What do you or think? Taren I'm sure that. that's what like the actual saying refers to, talking about your shoe, like making shit up. Right. As, a first, as opposed to like actually... You're <laughs> talking with your tongue at your shoe, aren't you? <laughs> As <laughs> you sound like that guy on the people's court. Oh, yeah. Hey, Harvey. Okay. Uh, I'd give it to him. I'm going to give it to him. Yeah. Just for the suspense of, it's now tied. How many more are there? Two more. Two more. Two more. Okay. If it ends in a tie, I have a great tiebreaker. Ooh. That's so come in clutch. Clay. Yeah. It's Brass Monkeys outside. Oh, there's a whole song about this. A funky monkey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a chunky monkey. I don't think they say chunky, do they? Well, I do when I'm singing it. <laughs> oh, they do. Uh, it's brass monkeys outside. You also do the doot doot for. <laughs> yeah, because I'm faithful to the source <laughs> material. So Jen and I do. Uh, what is it? Uh, hammer time. Yeah. So Jen and I always go do 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 do, and Clay do it. Do, 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 do. <laughs> See, and then you're like, what are you doing? I was like, what do you mean? That's a song. They're like, what? There's no do, do in right there. I was like, listen to the song. There's there's they're de- most definitely a hype. Or yeah. Somebody's like, do, 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 do. That's how you do it. He's just riffing it in the back of the car one day. It was awesome. Uh, Brass monkeys. It's brass monkeys outside. No, it's fucking. Is there a <laughs> sentence? No, that is the sentence. That's the sentence. I could have just said brass monkeys, and the sentence is it's brass monkeys outside. It's crazy outside, man. It's wild. What? Yeah, that's it. Like, it's wha- crazy. It's wild. It, usually in reference to weather, like rain or something. Like, it's wild. It's so, crazy. 90 degrees is crazy to some, 104 is crazy to some. Yeah, it's so brass monkeys outside. Any weather, just crazy. Just crazy. Just like, oh, it's just brass monkeys. <laughs> Jake, it's brass monkeys outside. What do you think? Um, 
I'm going to go it's uh, really hot. Okay. So you're specifying the weather type. Yes. Okay. The answer is... <laughs> I, I have like a pretty long origin for it okay. on this one. Cold enough oh, to wrong. freeze the balls off a brass monkey. A ship's cannonballs used used to be stacked on brass structures called a monkey. The brass would con- contract contract in Arctic temperatures, and then cannonballs would fall off. <laughs> Damn. Interesting. That's no point. Yeah, for sure. All right, you could win it with this. Or we can no, go to no, the tiebreaker. No, we could end up being tied because... No, it's oh, tied right oh. now. There was only two left. I thought there was two left. No, this is that was his last no, question. Yeah, you can wait it right this now. This is your last question. Oh, wow. And uh, I have the Big origin, um, but th- it's kind of in sentence form. Okay. Through the eye of a needle. Through the eye of a needle? Mm-hmm. I will say... Um, I will say to do something through the eye of a needle would be r- something really difficult. What do you mean? Well, like the the idiom I always hear is you can't fit a camel through the eye of a needle. So I guess it's something impossible. Okay. I'm going to go with something that just can't be done. What do you it's think? It's not Clay? probable. I think it's something that you have to do cautiously, like carefully. Mm. Ooh, that's a lot good. Of that's a good that. answer. Yeah. Um this is going to be tough. The answer that I have is to undergo a near impossible process. So I said impossible, yeah. so okay. I, I don't get I it. What? No, I'd give it to him. He doesn't want the point. No, he I, wants no, to no, go no, to no, the no, tiebreaker. No, no, I said specifically it's impossible. So, But you said it's near possible. It's near, near, impo- impossible. near impossible. So, no, I don't, I don't get it. All right. All right. And with that, we're going to So I'm going to have you guys write down. Uh, here, take these papers. Take this pen. And why do you have a pen on you? Dude, he might have to sign something like his life away. Like some stranger on the road. Like a OK, like any I'm going to give you just write on an IOU. Just. For things? Five seconds to answer this. Five? Yes. Well, it's a number. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. How Is many? It a number in your head? No, it's okay. the answer to okay. this okay. question. Okay, I was going to be really upset if it was just a <laughs> random number. <laughs> oh, Jake wins. Weird. What number am I thinking between <laughs> one and 1,000? Right. Oh, Jake wins. Okay. Ready? Yep. This is for all the marbles. All of them. Yeah. Damn. I wish I bought a pack of marbles to give you guys. <laughs> that would have been perfect. We uh, could have called this episode a pack of marbles. I'm going to just call it that now. There we go. <laughs> How many letters, five seconds, are in the word supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? Write it down. Write it down. I think I overestimated. Okay. <sighs> Tie game. Closest one. Should I go closest without going over? Yeah, that works. Go prices right. Prices right. It right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think we should also say how we got how we came to that number. Okay. Interesting. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> uh, Clay, go first with your number. Uh, twenty. Okay. Why twenty? I was like, that's a lot of words. <laughs> it's letters, <laughs> dude. <laughs> that's a lot. A lot of letters in the word. Okay. Okay. I was like, it at least has to have half the alphabet in there. Okay. Twenty. 
Okay, I said half the alphabet. It's twenty six letters in the alphabet. I know. And then I was like, <laughs> half and then some. I don't know, man. Okay, it's just twenty. Um. Well, could th- some could double up, right? Because I think there's probably multiple, multiple yeah. of the same vowels. That's exactly right. what I was. Is saying. that what you were thinking? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. I said 15 okay, because I was trying to count how many syllables mm-hmm. there were, and then there's usually only like one or two letters. Like oh. Max two to three letters in a syllable. He's so freaking so I smart. So I went with 15. You're smart as hell, Jake, but you're good. wrong as hell. I'm wrong as hell? Clay has won what? the first game of Mean What You Say. Wait, what is the... I'm not telling you. What? It was 34. 30? No way. 34? I'll spell it right now. S U P E R C A L I F R A G I L I S T I C I or C E X P I A L I D O C I O U S. What's the definition? Freaking, what's her name? What's the origin? What's her name? Mary Poppins. It's not the definition. But that's where it's from. Is there a definition to that? Super califragilistic. There's no way you counted all of those syllables. No, yeah. I didn't. <laughs> There's no I way. Fi- I only have five seconds. I know. That's why I did that. Good job, Clay. Nice. Uh, so we had talked a little bit earlier about what we wanted to talk about today. We usually get into politics or what's going on in the world. Um, what do you guys want to talk about? What do you have? Oh, me? Sure. Oh, I you're, you're the Clay. host of this show. Well, yeah. I, th- I thought I'm we're a guest, def- dude. I thought we were deferring to Clay on this. We can defer. When Clay has something to bring up, he can bring it up. Okay. Well, I mean, we could talk about Mexico's election. Okay. So, did we talk about this on prior episodes or no? No, we didn't. We we th- I wrote it down as a possible thing to talk about last week, mm-hmm. but we got kind of sidetracked on oh, okay, on okay. different things. So, have you read anything on it, Clay? If I think I know what I'm talking about. Okay. I think I read that like Mexico's president is trying to like he wants to come to an agreement with the cartel okay. to bring violence like right. way down. So he's looking at any possible options to like get that under control. But why? So Mexicans, the Mexican election is in the news because this is, and I've heard it being described as the biggest election in Mexico's history, and I think it's so somehow, and I'm probably wrong, but. Um, I think that the entire like sixty elected officials are being replaced in their kind of um House of Representatives system, mm-hmm. and plus the the president. Yeah, so they have um, well, the president gets replaced every election anyway because they only have one. Their presidents only have one term, mm-hmm. so you're going to see it an upheaval in right. the president quite a bit. Right. But they've had a lot of. For a long time, Mexico was a was had multiple parties, but really it was almost a one party dictatorship. Party, yeah. The PIR mm-hmm. like um, had one party dictatorship for such a long time, right? And um, they're kind of back in power a little bit now. They've kind of stepped back in. Wait, he's not a part of the PIR. What is PIR? I don't remember what it stands for. Is he? I thought he's part of the PIR. Well, I know. Okay, so he's ran four times. Three or four times prior to this time. And I had listened to a podcast talking about the, the election. And they were saying that um, he had ran three or four times previously. And he had run under kind of more liberal mm-hmm. left ideas. And Mexico kind of operates as more conservative um, Catholic country. Yeah. So this time he kind of left his more liberal ideas 
he didn't really talk about him much okay. and he didn't really identify much as as that um and kind of focused more on his more conservative ideas sure. and agenda and um did you hear about like 132 Affi- uh, government officials were murdered. Yeah, I yeah. was just thinking, like, I'm surprised that he's ran for four presidents. Right? And is did still you hear alive. about that? Yeah, I did hear about that. That's so, nuts. it was 60 officials who were running for their position, and then the rest of the people were like either like support or different positions throughout the government, mm-hmm. but murdered. Wow. Yeah. So maybe he kind of has to um, try to. Reach an agreement with the cartels. Right. So that's the one thing that I was wondering about this whole election is like he that's terrifying. Kind of what you were saying, Clay, to run in at this time in that country. And I think he's kind of been outspoken against the cartel and against, you know, so he wants to, like, uh, get rid of the corruption and like uh, drug. Right. But that that whole government and from the police all the way up to the president just is corrupt did you hear about the students who went missing yeah students went yeah. missing go yeah th- well no go ahead you probably know the story i, I think I that i don't really know much i know that there were some students and they were protesting mm-hmm. and then they're being bused to a protest right site and then the bus disappeared mm-hmm. and then the police had the the police pulled the bus they it came out that the police pulled the bus over mm-hmm. and then f- like took the bus over drove them to the cartels and then the cartels murdered the entire bus yeah full of students and so when I t- I text you an article or uh, something about the election or whatever, did you read that? Yeah. Okay. So, and I said, you know, a lot of this sounds like the history in Latin America. Um, there are so many times throughout Latin American history in, in elections where, and just dictatorships and government where people are disappeared. Mm-hmm. And I'm just reading about all these events and all of these politicians that are being murdered. And I, it's insane that it's just still happening right there. Yeah. I mean, what That's did um Paulo Escobar just completely <laughs> like um he he worked with the uh the communist rebels in Colombia to basically bomb this the uh congressional building mm-hmm. when you know when that whole mm-hmm. you know was going that whole yeah. thing was going on. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, def- it's definitely a part of uh Central American politics. What are you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say that's that's terrifying. Man. Yeah. Could you imagine that happening in America? Like people are going to protest and then people that are against them just like murder them all. Well, And to be a new president during the middle of like all of this cartel and organized crime. And yeah. you are I think it was voted mostly because he was speaking out against them and mm-hmm. like people are that, sick of it. Yeah. And that's another thing that I was saying about the history in in uh, uh, Latin American elections i researched and wrote a paper on um what was it i can't remember the country right now but i mean it just in the election a lot of times you'll have people who either are using terms or harking back on old traditions and focusing on like agriculturalists and when they say that they're going to focus on those people a lot of the time those people win win those votes Mm-hmm. So you have these people outside of the city who, f- this is, sounds a little familiar, but feel ignored by the government and are being controlled by the, or harassed by the cartel, and then you have someone saying that they're going to come out and, and fight against them. It makes sense that he won, but that's going to be a rough job. Yeah, I mean, his his main, um, his main 
platform when he ran was try to decrease inequality in Mexico. And he wants, yeah. yeah so everything that's that's the that's kind of the mandate that he has. He's going to have to try to fix this rampant inequality, which is why he's been a um, a critic of NAFTA. Mm-hmm. So seeing how this relates to um, to to American politics is that you have, you know, President Trump, who's very um, outspoken against uh, against NAFTA as as it currently stands, or just as NAFTA as an institution. He kind of goes between saying well we need to fix nafta or then we just need to abolish NAFTA, mm-hmm. like whatever side of the bed he wakes up in the morning but then um <laughs> and then you have mexico whose new president has been critical of nafta but for different reasons mm-hmm. trump is critical of nafta because he says it inhibits u.s growth right and you have NAFTA. you have the mexican president who's critiquing nafta because he's saying it, it it's created this you know inequality this rampant inequality in mex in amongst mexico's populace mm-hmm. So you have now, it's, it's going to be interesting when the NAFTA negotiations happen this summer. Right. Because now you're going to have two of the three member states are going to be critical of the institution with Trudeau sitting up in Canada being like, I want to maintain this. The other two want to rework it for certain mm. reasons. Because as we've, we've talked, you mm-hmm. have, um, you know, with the undercutting of Mexican horticulturalists, small right. scale farmers, with this influx of American agricultural goods into Mexico and how that's completely changed the agricultural market and why you have such a flood of migrant um, farm workers mm-hmm. coming over, trying to come over the border for, since the 90s and, to, you know, for throughout the 90s and 2000s. And then now all of a sudden that, you know, we're trying to close off our borders, which really limits right. the opportunities for, for Mexicans and going to spur even more inequality. And that was one element of NAFTA that I guess I didn't quite understand that you taught me and showed me was that the idea should be fundamentally that there is freedom to go back and forth or go where the work is available mm-hmm. that, that i mean that that was a key principle to these liberal um liberal economic institutions mm-hmm. that were that was never really like told to the american public that y- in order for this to work you have to have a free flow of labor as well as the free flow of capital and goods mm-hmm. like the two pillars can't just be by themselves you have to have that third pillar where people go to where the um to where they're needed, mm-hmm. you know, we ha- you have these skilled farm laborers in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Now the farm jobs are in the United States. They need, in order for the you know, in order for this system to work and not collapse on itself, is that you need people to go to where the specialized, where their specialized labor right. is. So, hmm. what do you think? Yeah, you guys lost me. <laughs> 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 well, I don't know anything about NAFTA or what's going on. Right, right. So. It's just interesting the relationship between, I mean, you have all three nations just right there. And like you said, two want out of this, it's essentially a trade agreement. Mm-hmm. And Canada's like, no, I kind of want to hang on to this. And U.S. and Mexico are like, yeah, well, we want out of but this. But it's interesting that like, even though like Trudeau himself is very pro-NAFTA, mm-hmm. there's a lot of anti-NAFTA sentiment in parts in Canada? of Canada. Oh. In parts of Canada. Um, so it'll be, it's going to be interesting, especially mm. like the, the big dairy, um, right. That's what you uh, said. Yeah. Are, uh, definitely anti-NAFTA. Oh, so what? Go ahead. So right now they're talking about renegotiating like trade agreements. Well, the whole trade international trade market is Insane as far as rhetoric right is just, I mean, is there anything that's been instituted as far as tariffs? Yeah. Well, so the Trump administration hit. The EU, mm-hmm. EU countries, yeah, in China with twenty five percent. That's including Mexico, and so Mexico is not a NATO, not a uh, EU member. Okay, neither is Canada. Okay, but he hit Canada, Mexico, the European Union, and China 
all with 25% steel tariffs and 10% aluminum tariffs. So anything that they're shipping in, yes, they have we're to pay a 25% royalty on. Right. So construction yeah. in America is about to get fucked. Right, but he thinks that this is going to protect the U.S. steel industry. Right. So what everyone else is doing is now hitting us back. Yeah. So it, so, it, so it protects the U.S. steel industry, but it undercuts U.S. steel consumers. In the auto industry mm-hmm. alone, mm-hmm. I was reading an article in the Economist uh, yesterday mm-hmm. that they're expecting that um, one third of so about forty thousand jobs in yeah. the U.S. steel consumer in the auto and just in the U.S. auto industry mm-hmm. is going. To, they're going to lose about forty thousand jobs in re- in relation to the steel tariffs in the U.S. because they're U.S. steel because they're U.S. steel consumers. They can't now buy cheaper steel from overseas. Right, they have to buy higher inflated U.S. steel prices. So that's going to cut forty thousand jobs out of the auto industry. That's a third of the U.S. steel wow. industry in itself. So you're sac- to try to protect the U.S. steel industry. You're sacrificing a third. Of the auto, of a third, essentially, what would be equi- equivalent of a third of the U.S. steel workforce. Yeah, and that's going to be lost in the auto industry. MAGA. Yeah, but you know, you know, trade deals, trade trade wars are easy to win. Right. I was going to ask you, um, Clay. You and I kind of talked about this a little bit, but did you wa- did you? Wa- yeah, I'm sure you didn't, because you're a jerk. But did you watch that Jordan Peterson video? Which Jordan Peterson? I sent you the Joe Rogan. Jordan oh, Peterson. I didn't watch that. Not you, but did you? I did not. I know. <sighs> You're driving me crazy. The thing that bothers me the most about that is, like, regardless of, and this kind of goes back to what we talked about last week as far as, like, Fox News misrepresenting the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no. Uh, Eagles, uh, Eagles, Eagles. Eagles, that's right. So this guy, uh, he's a, he was a professor in Toronto, I Jordan think. Peterson. Yeah. And uh, regardless of, of his politics and po- ideas, uh, he's so and constantly misrepresented in the media just completely misrepresented and it's you got to check it out dude it's so frustrating um but well, the media misrepresents anybody that they don't agree with right like you cut and edit until right they look well and the, he came to portland and talked and i think i showed you that article jake but at the ar- at the end of the article kind of announcing jordan peterson coming to portland it said uh, uh the author of the article wrote um, will you be there to go to a show or will you be there to protest it? And it was like those were the binary options of Jordan Peterson coming to Portland. No, well, that's just a microcosm of our current political culture, right? right? You're either protesting it or you support it. There's no in between. Right. I feel like the people in between just don't say anything. So that's what we talked about last week. And like They're not vocal about it. And that's what I was talking to some guys at work today. Um, and Jake, you kind of said this last week and I was talking to Jen's cousin, Micah, about it. Like, where do us in the middle go? Like who don't who are shying away from both sides who identify as more moderate and like who represents us and I guess there if there was ever a case for a third party in this country, it's right now. How do you feel about that multi party system? It would never work in the United States. Why is it, that? It's just not in our political culture. Mm-hmm. It's we're always gonna be a two party system. It's how we were essentially designed how it's always been now you could have parties can collapse mm-hmm. and new parties can conform mm-hmm. like you know the democratic republicans the democrat party and the republican party were once one party right democratic republicans mm-hmm. against the federalists right the federalist party no longer exists and mm-hmm. then the democrats and republicans split on ideal on slight ideological differences that have now grown exponentially over right um you know throughout our history but I think you could see radi- radical transformations of 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 our parties. Mm-hmm. Maybe a, th- a new party forming and one party dying. Mm-hmm. I don't think you'll ever see a true th- three Third. party system. Yeah. yeah. What were you saying? You gonna say? 
Oh, I was just going to say, you're going to give Americans three options? <laughs> <laughs> right? They, they don't yeah. know what to do with yeah, that. We only need two. Um, Have you ever tried to see somebody order at Subway? That's oh, a case of l- too many options. Do you know the story, Jake? No. Oh, oh my God. So good. Clay's this is the Jeff's best. favorite story. So we go to Subway, and he was so awkward. This was like when I was you were 15 young. or you were 14, young. 13. And, uh, he used to always just ride around with me and Jen. Just He was always with us. And we'd go to Subway. And, uh, the, you know, they what What do you want? You know, what kind of sandwich? What kind of bread? How big? Et cetera. He goes, uh, can I get a... What did you say? Uh... I, I uh oh, she was like, "Do you want any sauce?" I was like, "No, no, no, no." What kind of sandwich do you want? Is what with the first like it already started freaking awkward. You were like, "Can I get um like a ham or something?" Yeah, you're like, <laughs> "Just a ham sandwich? <laughs> no. That's not weird." He goes, "Can I get no?" He goes, "Can I get um a foot long with uh with ham on it?" And oh she, yeah, and she goes, "A ham sandwich," <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 sure." So they're going through and they're getting all the condiments and. Uh, she's like, mayonnaise, mustard? And he goes, yep. And then she goes, and he goes, no. Oh, I hate my life. (laughs) And then she goes, what? What? And we, me and Jen look at him like, what's wrong? And he goes, I hate mustard. (laughs) She goes, no, I was like, I meant honey mustard. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she goes, well, I can scrape it off for you. And he goes, no, it's fine. (laughs) And then he's like. Crying the entire time. I he's wasn't eating crying. The sandwich. Whatever. I'm I was not, just not bummed. literally crying, but you're just devastated that you're eating a like, sandwich fuck. with mustard on it. <laughs> That's why Jimmy John's is so much more efficient. You just like, Jimmy John's is crazy fast. It is crazy fast. They've got their menu. You can take stuff off of it, but that's that's pretty much it. I only add, bro. They're so fast because they got like twelve people on that yeah. sandwich. Line. Do you like mustard? Yeah. I like I, I like all, right. all mustard. No, I like mustard like occasionally, just like a little bit though. I don't Mustard's like a lot of best. mustard. Mm. Um, yellow, a yellow, good yellow tangy mustard. Hell yeah, no. Jake. Do you like pickles? I'm not a pickle fan. Do you Ooh, like Taryn pickles? loves pickles. Pickles are where it's at, dude. Taryn hates. She actually like she won't touch a pickle. She won't go near a pickle. Uh-huh. If I eat a pickle, she won't kiss me. Mm. Like she hates pickles. That's weird. Like I'll order a burger and she'll be like, "Are you gonna get pickles on that?" <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Kylie loves pickles. So I like her pickles her nick- her nickname like well her name in our cuz she plays fantasy football with me and my friends. What? Like her fantasy her her fantasy football team name is Pickles. Pickles. Mm-hmm. That's tight. I was going to ask you Clay, um this is complete change and shift in conversation, but um do you did you watch How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. He freaking loves that show. It's my favorite show of all time. And it's like the dumbest show ever. Taryn and Dave love it. <laughs> you you don't like that show? Dude, I can watch Friendship like, over. I'm I, ending this podcast. I can watch it's like done. five minutes and I'm like, there's got to be something better there, on. There's like shows where they're so good. Just having them as background noise makes your life better. Like How I Met Your Mother, The mm-hmm. Office. There's the no office, way like it's that good. It's fantastic. It looks so good. It's dumb. that good until the last season. Exactly. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. The last well, season was garbage. That, but it's just like... <sighs> and they could not have ended that in a worse way. Right. It just couldn't. That's what I hear, but I've never watched it. Like, I've watched, like like I said... It's a show that literally... Re- it really relies on, like, inside jokes that okay. you had to have watched right. for past episodes for. Right. Like Arrested Development. Right. Arrested Development is just, like, the very first episode, everything else is built on top of subtleties Which, Jake, of you've never watched. No. Friendship Over. Terrence podcast ended. <laughs> <season>. <laughs> Dude, that show was incredible. It's so good. 
Kylie Same. keeps telling me to watch Arrested Development. I just haven't got. She watches it. it? Uh huh. Dude, she's my best friend. You're out. I know. You're he not my friend repl- anymore. Just replace me with <laughs> Kylie on this podcast. Um, like you said, that's a good that's a good analogy. It's like there's the first episode and then everything just builds on it, and that's not a show and you can put on in the background. To no, like it's not. Get the jokes. You have to be paying close. Did you watch the new season? Yeah. Did you like it? Uh, it was better than the last one. Yeah, five was way better. Than it's four. not as good as the first three. No, gosh, no, 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 no. The first Dude, three are like golden. Third, uh, season three, they knew they were getting canceled. They were on Fox. Uh, yeah, I feel like a show never recovers fully from getting canceled. I've never seen a show fully recover from getting. No, that's true. We're talking about. Yeah, I, I I agree with Clay. I don't what? know if there's ever been a show that's been canceled and come back because they good. lose their momentum. No, and, like, yeah. their identity. Okay, give me an example. Queer of Eye. I talked about it last okay, week. Okay, but that's Did not. They get that's not a They're sitcom. Okay, that's not a. Sitcom. They're on Netflix okay. now, but all they right, got right. canceled from TV. All right, all right. I'll give you. I'll give you that because it's not a sitcom. Okay. I'll go with sitcom. So once a sitcom okay. has been canceled, what? Will and Grace. Will and Grace. Ooh, I don't know. I've watched a couple episodes recently. I've never seen that show. Yeah, they brought it back. What are you saying? Well, like, I haven't seen the old seasons or the new one, but, like, the big I read about it, and uh, people have been, like, so Will and Grace got canceled years ago, uh-huh. and then they brought it back recently. And, and it's supposed to be as they good? cast and everything, and people are saying that, like, it's still doing really good. I've, I've seen, I've watched, I've watched most of the old series of Will and Grace. Okay. And I've watched a few episodes of the new one. Right. And they rely, in my opinion, way too much on jokes from the old one. Right. And it's just kind of falls flat for me. That's uh-huh. just my opinion. Yeah. But I have, my mom likes it. My mom does like the new episode. She watches it. Oh. So, I mean, okay. I, it just depends. Any, have you guys, any of you watched that Full House? Or Fuller House? No. Yes, and it's awful. You watch it? Yeah. Okay, the did you new, like the, the original? One, the new one, Fuller House? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's terrible because it doesn't have Bob Saget. I, I saw him on, like, the trailer. Well, he's, like, in one episode. Oh, like, why? they bring in John Stamos. Well, oh, that's how they get you in. They, yeah, okay. they, they, yeah, they bring in John Stamos for one episode. And they bring oh. in, like, uh, yeah, it, no, it's, like, all it is is... Um, the girls. The girls and their kids. Okay, but why does it hinge on Bob Saget for you? <laughs> That's a good fundamental question. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch it. Bob Saget's not in it. He was such a good fatherly figure, but like the <laughs> dynamic between him and Steve Coulier right. and and uh and John Stamos was right. just so was such was so good. For sure. And I like DJ and then the, the middle daughter I can never Stephanie's yeah, on the Stephanie. middle. Yeah, and then the they don't Michelle. bring the Olsen twins aren't in yeah. it either. Um, I don't but do know. they it try just, to recreate that with the three forced. girls? No, because it's like it feels like a Disney show. Did you ever see when they did Girl Meets World and try no, to bring? No, hell no. Okay, well, like I love Boy that Meets World. That immediately sounds terrible. Yeah, I, I've seen Boy Meets like, World's amazing. Boy Meets World is one of the greatest like kid shows ever. For sure. And then they they have Girl Meets World, mm-hmm. and it's completely like it's Disney-fied, right? Uh, it's it, they're trying to make it way too much like um, any Disney show. Right, the jokes right. are like are it's so bad. Hmm. It's so bad. Did you so, watch it? No. Oh, okay. I've never really seen Full House either. Like I've seen occasional yeah. episodes, but like I feel like a show like that hinges on every single character mm-hmm. because that's mm. like the whole dynamic of yeah. the show. People playing off each other. Like you get used to these figures and you get attached right. to them. So does Fuller House have most of these people? It mm. has uh, the girls, the daughters. It has two of the daughters. Two of the daughters. And that's it. Yeah. Oh no, and and uh, the neighbor, the, the neighbor girl that was always in Kimmy? the show, Kimmy. Yeah. So. She's annoying as hell in Full House, so I can't imagine a show where she's a main character. Yeah, so her her kid is like identical to what Kimmy was in the first show. So there's like two of them. There's 
because Kimmy's not as bad now uh-huh. as an adult. Okay. They still try to do some of the quirky, weird things yeah. that she did, um, which is kind of kind of fun. But her daughter is just super annoying. In <laughs> yeah, you're show. selling me on it. Yeah, it's it's really it's, <laughs> it's kind and, of and it's so low it's so low budget mm-hmm. that it's like they have like three sets. Right. And uh, it's bad. Hmm. It's See, just just the uh, like the numbers of it, like three of fourteen people right. on the new show. It sounds yeah, like it sounds point. more like a spin off and spin offs right. are usually never good. It is a spin off, like, I think. Could you have like Fleetwood Mac without Stevie Nicks? Like I don't, I don't know. Fleetwood okay. Mac. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Well the the, <laughs> the thing you? is like Fleetwood Mac has like one original member left. Oh, okay. So it's it's like is it still Fleetwood Mac yeah. at that point? Well that's, that's like Queen. That's, the point. Yeah, that's like Queen with uh what's his name singing? That American Idol guy. Oh, uh, Adam Lambert. Yeah, I'm not into it. No, wait, it's what? Like Journey without Steve Perry. No, I disagree. Okay, the, okay, the Filipino guy is no, really, he's really terrible. Good. He's garbage. Really? Yeah, he's the worst, dude. In 2000, I'll show you a clip. Um, they came out with a DVD in 2001 with a new singer. Uh huh. He was. I've am- seen him in concert, dude. He's amazing. He's pretty good. He's so good. He's, he can't hit the high notes. Though. Bet, bet. I will show you that DVD. He I've seen him in concert. Okay. I have seen him live in concert. DVD he cannot hit the high notes. The 2000 guy? I th- yeah, I seen him in 2003. You probably saw him before he quit. Because he quit because he got the same throat crap that C. Perry got. I'll oh. show you the 2001 DVD. Okay. It's amazing. All right, fair Wait, enough. he got the same like throat issues? Yeah, I don't know if they got like throat cancer or just like strain too much on their vocal cords. I was just going to say, if it's like a strain, is the, 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 the songs they sing, are they like super hard to They like, must be. Notes? I mean, they've gone through like four singers. Jesus. Even Parnell, they have to, which is the, the Filipino singer now, he has to like do all of this therapy on his vocal cords just to be able to keep doing it. But the reason I don't like Parnell is because he's running and jumping and, you know what I mean, while he sings. Yeah, enjoying being on stage. (laughs) What a loser. No, just stand there and sing the songs. I don't mind those old bands just standing there and just shredding on the vocals. I don't need you to jump around and, you know what I mean? So I'm going to MXPX in August. That's a a pop punk rock band you know what i mean mm-hmm. if they're jumping up and down and they sound kind of crappy that's the point like you're just there that i don't mind that's pop punk sounding crappy but jumping a lot yeah and having fun <laughs> i don't know unless you have like axel rose like splitting his tight jeans like trying to attempt a, an, dude a, like because an he's splits. doing too much he's doing way too much <laughs> you seen axel rose recently i don't want oh, axel rose uh, guns and roses oh gotcha. yeah baby boy <laughs> um I was gonna ask you. Oh, do you, do you guys like Friends? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Karen loves it's, Friends. She dude, watches it all the time. They better, they better not bring that show back in any. They never. Past. They're making a movie. They're thought, not making they? a. movie. They're making a movie. No, there's a movie trailer that they released. I saw that. It was fake. It was. I po- I hope to God it was fake. It was fake. Leave or it, it was for that. That was one of the shows that ended perfectly. I don't remember. Was how it, it fake though? Because like the actors were saying like original lines. They didn't seem like no, they no, cut no, no, together. No. I think they did it for like a joke, like an April Fool's or something. I hope so. It looked so bad. Right. But how are you going to make that a movie? I just don't know. Like what? Just catch up real quick, and then it's everybody over. Everybody ended in the right spot. I think so too. Right? Like yeah. Uh, Monica and Chandler get their house with their kid, and then Joey has his own room there. I kind of want them to make a movie now just to crush it. (laughs) And then uh, Rachel and Ross are still back in their usual, where where are they? Yeah. Is that where it ends? Yeah, it ends with them having a kid, and they're like, where are we? And he's like, I don't know. And then they end. No, she came back from Paris, right? 
He came uh, back. From yeah, and then they, they they're kind of together as they walk out of the apartment for the last time. Yeah, like she's they're both kind of pushing this um the stroller of the mm. kid. Do, have you ever? There's clips of. There's clips of Ross. Yeah, the the, the psycho scenes or whatever. <laughs> yes. They they, t- they take out the laugh track and put a little creepy music. <laughs> oh yes. Gosh. So, dude, he seems like a psycho without the laugh tracks. What you was the ate my sandwich? <laughs> yeah, dude, have you seen it? No. I oh, haven't. you have got to see it. It's so funny. I'll show you after this. He's like, what? You you ate it? Yeah, it's so good. Have you just, have you seen the episode when he's looking at the uh, ugly naked guy's apartment? I've seen every like, episode. Okay, so yeah. he, um, him, and like so, Phoebe and Rachel see Ross and uh, Chandler and Monica um, making out in their apartment from across. Right, and so they're trying to hide it from from Ross, mm-hmm. and so then they're all jumping around and screaming, and then he comes in. They're like, "What are you? What is you? What are you so excited about?" And mm-hmm. he's like, "We're just so excited about this apartment." And they're all jumping around, and he and he. Have you seen? that where he gets like super like high-pitched voice and oh like, i don't know flying as well, flailing yeah his arms around. i mean i'm sure i've seen it i just okay. don't remember right, that's one thing i thought that i definitely wanted to uh re-watch again you should yeah it's worth it another one i want to rewatch. <laughs> i'm sure you haven't seen this i know you've seen it what it's always sunny in philadelphia oh l- david's been rewatching it and it's it? and it's made me like hearing the like the theme song yeah. it makes me want to watch oh, it it's so good i i've seen like three episodes i watched i listened to caitlin olson on a dax shepherd's podcast and she said that uh her and rob were dating in season two Who? caitlin is that the is that d yeah i think that's her name yeah yeah anyways so her and rob mcelany were dating in season two and keeping it a secret so i kind of want to watch season two and see if there's anything subtle that you yeah yeah <laughs> You gotta watch it, dude. I don't know. A lot of people don't like it. My friend Rob from a WC, he says like the show makes him feel like grimy and dirty just watching it. I mean, that's kind of the point. I mean, not to make you feel grimy and dirty, but it's definitely a dirty, grimy show. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, that's how I feel about Shameless. Though watching you, Shameless makes me feel like, that? like a human piece of trash. I've he- I've heard like people at my work talking about it, and it doesn't sound like a show I'd want to yeah, watch. Yeah, I think I watched. Like, Have you guys episodes. ever seen Trailer Park Boys? <sighs> no. Okay, well, Trailer Park Boys and Shameless are the two shows I've watched that make me feel like human trash. Uh, what do you watch, dude? How <laughs> I Met Your Mother. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what else do you watch? What else do I watch? Yeah. Um, let's see. <laughs> watch a lot of news. The Andy Griffith show. <laughs> you freaking squeaky clean. <laughs> Andy Griffith. No, I, I do watch a lot of. I do watch John Oliver every week. I watch like I, I mean not sitcoms, but I watch Westworld and I. Oh, I just finished season two. Isn't that the greatest ending? It's so amazing. Oh. It's you like got it to ju- Jeff, so you have to no, watch it. I you started it. I started it. Jeff didn't like it. It's like, what the hell is going on? So I like I like shows where, you know, Jen said, like, I don't like shows where you're constantly trying. Hold on. Where you're constantly trying to figure things out, which I don't think is necessarily true because we do we do like shows where you're like, oh, I wonder what what's what's what this is about. But for an hour for the first episode, I'm like, what is happening? Somebody explain something. You won't know anything what's going on until the end of the first season. Yeah, that's true. Are you kidding me? No, but you'll... That sounds so stupid. The payoff is so worth it. Okay. Yeah, it's amazing. But the thing is, even though you don't know anything, you're constantly intrigued. Mm -hmm. Like, it's piquing your interest. You're like, I have more questions. I feel like I'm getting closer and getting closer. I love the question. Like, is... Can he... So, is humanity 
does it have to be organic? Like, what happens at the dawn of consciousness? Okay, like that's literally Blade Runner. Yeah, mm, but I mean, it, it, it's, it's different. It's different. It is different. Hmm. It's talking about um, like our human. Like the second season gets into our humans. Um, any different? Basically, any different than machines? Like, are we slaves to our own programming? Like our biological adaptations hmm. out of like Ooh, that's our a cool evolutionary question. past? Yeah. Like, are we any really any different than than, right. than machines? That's a cool question. Yeah. I like that. Hmm. Well, I'll try it. You should. You should get, get through the first season, and I guarantee you, you'll you'll have to turn. Off I just. I think he'll hate the first three episodes just because I know Jeff is. But if he gets to the first season, he'll be like, "Yeah, that was good." Yeah. The I just hate where, like where Teddy just constantly ends up back on the train. Whoa, 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 whoa! Like, don't give away too much now. Anyway, it's well, it, it's slow. It's a slow start. Yeah, I'm super stoked to go through that. But it ramps <laughs> up. <laughs> it ramps up quickly. It's just too much of like me trying to figure it out and guess what it is, and then being like. Well, you're not going to get the answer. And I hate that. Yeah. That's the only show mm-hmm. that I, you know how I hate spoilers. So I'll go over re- and read ahead. Like, Dude, he always reads spoilers. How weird is that? That's so, and wait, does he watch it after? Dude, he'll yeah. look up spoilers to movies. That's kind of sick. <laughs> right? <laughs> like a little bit sick. Like, like yeah, that's weird. Like if a, like a fortune teller that you knew was like 100% legit was like, I'll tell you your future right now, and I'll tell you how you how you would die and when. Oh, right. I w- I'd want to know that. Right. Yeah, that's sick. Right. Like, did you look up? You haven't seen because, because if if I knew when I was going to die, there's no way in hell I'm going back to Fisherman's and working <laughs> another shift there. <laughs> Wait, Jake, you're going to die someday. Well, yeah. That should be. Yeah. Enough, but if, <laughs> like, but if, like, if I knew someday I'll die, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right no. now. If it's tomorrow, I meant by that if it's tomorrow, right? I'm not going. I'm not working another day. <laughs> okay, like I'm not going to my shift tonight. There's no way. But what if they said like, "Hey, Jake, you're gonna die in like 30 years." Okay, then I just live life normally. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go to Fisherman's. I'll be like, yeah. I'll, I'll be 57 at that point. I've lived a good life. Oh, 57. That is, that's young, bro. Is it? I don't know. I feel like I. You're a baby. Don't even. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I could die in eight years. But you haven't seen Infinity War, right? No. But you know the ending. Yeah. Stupid. Well, <laughs> all right. I don't, I don't that one's like you. You could not search it out and know the ending. That's well, right. So Everybody talks about. No, no, no. But, but like, like Star Wars, you looked up the ending, like everything. I didn't want to know. I wanted to know if Ray goes to the dark side because that would be. So, I, I want to know if it's. <laughs> Okay, so here's my here's my. I want to know if it. it's good before I, I watch get, it. I get so invested into into characters, okay, that, of, sh- of storylines that I like that I don't want to have what happened to How I Met Your Mother ever happen to me again. What? That's crazy. <laughs> so I want like uh, if I know I should like bail on this show now. Okay, I don't want to get so invested and just have it end up so stupid. Okay, okay. go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say I understand that, but at the same time. Like if it, if you know it's good, I don't know. I feel like it's a lot about like discovering it as you go along. Sure, that's that's most of the appeal of a show to me. I get that. Not even a show, but a movie. Yeah. Did you? <sighs> so, is How I Met Your Mother prior to that show? Did you read spoilers? No. Did Whoa. you enjoy it? I loved How I Met Your Mother. Would you watch it again? Besides I wa- the last I, season, I watch it all it. the time. Yeah. So then, have you watched it in sequential order? Multiple times? Multiple times. That's so freaking weird. But then it's like you got burned on that, but, but you're I still stopped. watching it. You I, still I turn enjoy it, it. I turn it, I turn it off uh-huh. <laughs> right when like he's on the p- train platform with 
the mother. Okay. Like when he meets her. Don't like spoil it for, for me. The first time. Yeah, that is when it went downhill. Show. And like, no, it's like it's that the way that ends with right. like the whole talk about the umbrella and everything. Sure. It just it's the most perfect moment uh-huh. in, in TV for me right. ever. And then it just. Is that like at a s- season and then they did more seasons? Was it a no, it was no, it was like the third, second to last episode. Oh. And then the last episode literally destroys nine seasons of TV. Oh, okay. Did you watch Dexter? Uh, no. But oh, I, 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 yeah, the last episode. Watch Mojo consistently puts that as like the worst like way to end a TV right. show of all time. So th- that's kind of how I feel about Dexter. Season four, it's a huge, devastating ending of the show. Just but it it's, it's, it's so... I remember sitting in a room with friends and Jen watching it and like trying not to cry. It was such an intense moment in a TV show, and I thought, that was great. Never make another episode of it, and then they ruined everything. Mm -hmm. It was just three more seasons of garbage. Yeah. The worst. So it's kind of like, but I can't believe they got two episodes to the end where you felt good about it and then destroyed it. Yep. I had to sit through three seasons of garbage, and then you look back, you're constantly looking back at the ending of season four going this will never be as good as that going moment. like going back and rewatching how i met your mother again they could have ended it at the end of season six and been probably just fine mm-hmm. it, it takes a steady decline after that right but it's still worth watching but then it's you just can't even describe how poorly they decided to end that <laughs> it was just is it that bad no it was really bad so it's like uh basically throughout the entirety of the show i don't know how much you want to know okay uh, so basically, Robin, the uh, aunt of the story, it's basically teased that the entire time, like she's the mom. Yeah, right. She's the mom. Right. And then it's like, okay, yeah, like Robin and uh, Ted have this constant back and forth. Are For they sure. gonna get together? And Ross have, like, and Rachel. Right. And then it's like at the end, it's like, no, that wasn't her mom. But do you want to know the ending? Sure. It's like that wasn't. Uh, I think that, I've heard this. That wasn't their mom, but I'm telling you how I met your mom, so that I can ask if it's all right to bang your aunt. What? The entire the entire time they well you kind so of so Robin's the aunt. No, Rob, like you know he constantly refers to her as Aunt Robin when he's talking to his kids because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the whole like the narrator is Bob Saget, right? And then oh, that's why Full <laughs> House hinges on Bob Saget. Oh, there we go. So, um, so the anyway, so it starts with the first season. You thinking, oh, it must be Robin because they like he wants to date her so badly. Right. And they date in the second season. And then they break up. Right. And then they kind of have this will they won't they thing for uh-huh. a few seasons. She ends up dating Barney, who's right. one of the other group of guys right. in the Friends. And then they break up. And then there's a couple seasons of shenanigans. And then ultimately, what ends up happening is Barney proposes to Robin, and they're going to get married. Uh-huh. And that's the whole ninth season. Okay. The, the, um, and at the end of the ninth season, you have. Um, they're at, it's a whole, like, it's the entire ninth season is at their wedding. Okay. And it's got Ted still trying to like get Robin. Like he's <laughs> yeah. like, he hasn't given up. Okay. Like he's going to try to date Robin. But then he ends up meeting the mother at the wedding because she's the bass player for the band. It's okay. like her band that's there. Everybody loves and the then, bass player. And, uh, so they, they, in all of these things that like all these little tidbits and, um, Easter eggs kind of come to a culmination okay. when he meets her at the because they always te- tease this yellow umbrella. If you ever see like how I met your mother posters, there's always this yellow umbrella. Right. He's constantly teasing teasing this yellow umbrella. Okay, and so she's holding this yellow umbrella on this train station, and he comes and he's like he goes and talks to her, and it's like being narrated mm-hmm. at the same time that he's 
like this is happening right. it's just this perfect moment and he meets the mother and then they do this whole like flash forward thing where they have their kids together and it's just like this perfect perfect moment okay and then she dies wait and then and yeah in, in, in literally in fi- in five minutes of tv mm-hmm. they go from them being married to her sitting on her deathbed and dying and then he then it pivots to him sitting where bob saget normally is talking to the kids that he's been talking to about the entire Uh this entire show saying he's like that's the story of how i met your mother and then the kids are like oh you've this entire time you've been you've been telling us the story just to make sure it's okay that you go and date aunt robin go and call aunt robin so it ends with him going to robin's apartment holding up a blue french horn which you'd have to okay um you'd have to watch the show to right. get it he's holding up the blue french horn and then it just she opens her window after her and barney got divorced which was another thing that happened we watched this entire ninth season of barney and robin's wedding, wedding and they end up getting divorced in five minutes of tv and so they're hold. She's holding the blue French horn, and then it's supposed to symbolize that they got together at the end. So, and then uh, I kind of like that. The, the no, r- I hate it. The, the writers, <laughs> the writers said uh-huh. like this is what their plan was the entire time. Interesting. But it wasn't. There's no way because I've watched that show back so many different times, mm-hmm. and there's no way that they came to that conclusion until at minimum about halfway through season eight. If you watch the if you watch the time mm. traveler the time travelers episode of season eight, yeah, he's um he's like he goes he's talking about he's like if I had an extra like you know, 11 days. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want to meet you in 11 days. And he's, he's talking with us in his mind, but he's okay. like, I want to, if he's like, if I, I would want those extra days. And he starts like alluding to that. There's like a shorter, like a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And that's, the, that's, that's the first inkling in the entire show that you get mm-hmm. that they had this kind of ending plan. So it's complete, it's complete BS. They wrote themselves into a corner and then they had to do some like, so why do you guys hate it so much? It's because they threw away everything. They threw away everything they built. Mm-hmm. 100%. It's like, okay, you guys really like this story and like this ramp that we've been taking you up. Right. And it's gone. But how have it they thrown nothing. it away? If uh, him and Robin are doing this back and forth and he ends up with Robin. Well, it's it's either, it's either it's like an either or thing. It either should have always been Robin or it shouldn't have and you should have stuck with it. To me. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Because it mm. was like... Hey, you thought he was going to end up with Robin. We wanted you to think that, and you liked that he was going to end up with Robin, but he didn't. Ha ha. And then it's like, wait, you actually wanted him to end up with Robin? All right, mom got cancer. He's with Robin now. <laughs> Have you seen Prison Break? Yeah. Dude, that ending, it's kind of the same way. It ends with like the guy sacrificing and killing himself, and then like they made a bonus episode where he's like actually just kidding him alive. Yeah, it's like the the girl he ends up with, she supposedly died too. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then she's with her kid or something. Yeah. Yeah. But her head was in a, like, her head was decapitated <laughs> in an ice box. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Have you seen that show? No. Oh, that dude. Sounds so Season weird. one's amazing. One of the best season one episodes, of, like, season ones of any show ever yeah. is great. It's amazing. But yeah, that show was garbage. Yeah. And the same thing happened with my favorite video game, Mass Effect. Anyways, so last episode, you said something super, well, I thought profound. I've heard it said many different times in many different ways but when you said it it just i don't know it resonated with me and we we were talking about kind of the goals of the podcast and what we wanted to do as far as like provoking conversation provoking thought the same crap we say every week yeah but you said something about and it's so funny because you put it in the context of like a um was that thing I said about challenging doctrine no no it was about uh you put it in like an economic kind of format you said that you want that the idea and the goal of society should be um 
putting thoughts and ideas out into a thought and idea oh, and, oh, and marketplace. Do, oh, and do, yeah, throw it out into the marketplace. Dude, yeah. I loved that. That was freaking genius. I'm going to get that tattooed. <laughs> the marketplace <laughs> of ideas. I just like that idea, you know, because it is risky putting your ideas out there. It is risky putting your thoughts and conversations out there. Um, but it allows them to be challenged and right. peer-reviewed. And then when they come back to you, and if it comes back to you with, you know. Right. Yeah. You know, what's funny is I talked last week about how Jason was um, kind of like, oh, you guys are just Trump haters. It turns out he only listened to one episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just I was going to say, I don't think we've done too much Trump Me neither. Me I just neither. explain. I mean, episode five would probably be the most critical of the president right. I've been. Right. But that's honestly not necessarily being critical necessarily of the president uh, no. in himself. It's just saying why I, as a Republican, can't mm-hmm. support his policies because they're not traditional Republican right. policies. Anyway. I just thought it was a good one. Yeah. It was a good episode. No, I just thought what you said was great. Oh. And I think it kind of encompassed everything that we want to do. And I thought it was, I don't know. Just liberal arts kids over here talking. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, computer science? Uh, I don't really. You've taken some liberal arts courses, uh, like history classes. Yeah, that was an awful class, though. What, Roots? Yeah, Roots. Is that the only history course you took? At WSU, yeah. Hmm. Right now, I'm taking a global... Uh, no, I did. Take yeah, a, last semester. Yeah, last semester, I took a global cultural culture class uh-huh it was one of the most interesting classes ever was it an anth class it was anth Ugh. but it was like learning about uh yeah who was your t- who's your professor uh, i don't remember scott calvert i think oh, okay. mm. I never have taken super one. cool dude right he's got like the greatest hand gestures oh god i'm so <laughs> glad you said gestures <laughs> <laughs> he's got the greatest hands in the game no i thought you were gonna say job <laughs> oh say job no. real quick no <laughs> Why trying not? To, trying to edit that in. <laughs> uh, Steve Jobs. Jobs. Oh, John, that was so good. Um, well, I don't really have anything else to talk about. You want to talk about how uh, Chris Brown is out there beating again? Oh, yeah. You said you wanted to talk about that. I, I don't know. I just wanted to bring Well, how up. do you feel well, about your, it? Yeah, what's your takes on it? Apparently, it happened back in 2017. Like, he hit a reporter or something, and they just now arrested him for it. What? Yeah, it took like seven months to get the data, like the evidence to actually. What's the him. evidence? I'm not sure. Probably, I mean, probably a video of him punching a reporter. <laughs> but he's rich, so right. If you're constantly getting it. in trouble for punching people and beating women, just stop doing it. I don't think he can. It's probably like a control <laughs> thing. At yeah, this point. It must like be. it's psychological. Was he a fighter? Does he have like brain damage? Did he play football? I I doubt it. He's trying to he's trying to go with the CTE argument. Yeah. Here. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. CT argument? CTE. What is that? It's like it's brain brain damage from mo- like multiple concussions mm-hmm. and you get you, it's like early onset dementia. Oh damn. Well, you see it a lot of time with football players and they get like I mean, I don't know if there's a correlation or if it's causation, but there's sometimes it's it the NFL as an organization would say there's I don't trust them. There's no causation. Right. But I mean, that's just them trying to protect their they bottom line. They get like violent and sometimes like murder or suicide a lot of times it ends in like bad cases end up in suicide like like when they uh what's okay uh, you gotta explain that ooh in a couple seconds no yeah Yeah, there's that concussion movie with will smith where he i never saw it but Mm -hmm. i mean he's like i guess this doctor was investigating it and the nfl was like trying to 
stop him yeah. from exposing. In, in, oh, yeah, what? They, because they didn't want it known that they knew more than they knew and right. didn't pass that information along to players to give the players. When the was full. that? Do you know? Not the movie, but the actual event. That was like early 2000s. Wow. I think. That's so fucked up. Yeah. It's a corporation, dude. They're not trying to lose money. Well, think about it. I mean, if you got players retiring, like, there's a very limited amount of labor pool right. that you can draw from that can play at that level. Right. Like, those, these are all world athletes. Mm-hmm. So, you've got, if you've got guys ending their careers early because of fears about concussions, or it messes with your pipeline, right? You've got, you've got now parents worried about right. head injuries at, at a young age. Mm-hmm. They're, Maybe they go play soccer. Maybe they go play basketball. Yeah, they go play baseball instead the of football. All cooler choices. And got multiple concussions from soccer. In like ten like years, heading balls. yeah. I mean that that's 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 the other thing that the, that the NFL points out. It's like there's actually instances of CTE in soccer players from like head you know headers and stuff. So right, it's I not as that. not as it's say. not as prevalent as um as in the NFL. Right. Obviously, you've got like heat seeking missiles lowering their heads, For and sure. bashing each other on every play. Right. And there's like you know a couple hundred plays in a in a game. Yeah. I think, I don't know, I just enjoy soccer and basketball more, so. Well, football's not interesting to me. Like, I, I, I talked about it with somebody, and I realized it's because it's stop, go, stop, go, stop, mm. go. Soccer, it's just constant going, and it's but fun can, to watch. Okay, so, wait, Same you watch it? Yeah, we've been watching a FIFA World Cup okay. at uh, work recently. Okay. It's really, inter- it's really fun to watch. It's super fun to watch. See, that's why, like, NBA and soccer are more appealing to watch to me, because it's, it's, it's go, not, go, go, it's go, 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 go. go. Hmm. Football, it's like, stop. Go stop go oh ten like, yards stop. I like go. NBA. I like NBA hoops, but I can't. I don't like watching college hoops. See, I'm the same way. A lot of people are like, you know, people make the argument that the NBA is rigged and stuff, but and even if it is, at least it's professionals. I think is what the draw is for the, me. The 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 product on the court is so much better right. in the NBA than it is in college. Right, because college it's just it's no there's no fundamentals. <laughs> It's or just brick after brick yeah, after brick. Yeah, just dude shooting threes. Right. You have no. There's it. It's uh, the offense is nowhere near as smooth. Right. My ooh earlier was about. Uh, did you guys watch like Making a Murderer? No, I can't uh, get into that. I watched like two episodes and I'm like, that dude's guilty. I don't care what. What? <laughs> and if what the dude <laughs> what, finish what the, it. Okay. Maybe he ain't guilty. I don't know, dude. You gotta look at like. I love crime shows. Jen won't ever watch them with me. She's like, can we watch a Disney movie after this? <laughs> I want to watch some Little People Big World. <laughs> yeah, she loves that she show. She loves Little People shows. Um, But I just, y- you should watch it, dude. I mean, a lot of the shows kind of end with maybe, but, uh, dude, there's a ton of corruption involved in it. that that series specifically that make you question the integrity of the investigation. From the police and how this guy kind of got screwed. If you, I mean, there are def, there's definitely, they definitely bring in the angle where you're like, maybe he's, like you said, two episodes in, you're like, he did it. But if you watch where they kind of expose the police, you're like, because they had vials of his blood sealed up and put away in evidence. And then they found his blood at a crime scene. And then when they went back and looked at the vials of blood in the evidence, there was a needle hole like someone had drawn from the blood after and placed it in the crime scene. Hmm. Dude, watch it. I, I love those know. crime shows. Like I, I, I as a general don't rule, don't yeah. try to um, adhere to conspiracy theories. <sighs> you you saw on yourself get down that rabbit hole. You, start, you can start to believe anything. What do you guys think uh, as a P&W? Like locals, would you uh-huh. guys think of Bigfoot? <laughs> There's no way. 
Yeah, I don't believe there's no way we would have found him already. I mean, maybe at some point, but like, there's well, no, that guy maybe, maybe at some point. What do you mean by that? Yeah, maybe there's a guy who was really hairy. No, out was, there. no, maybe <laughs> like there's some animal that was that big. But then I just realized that that guy on his deathbed said, "Hey, I lied." Yeah, the guy made him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then you have this whole. Like, mythology of this region but people like it's so cool though going and looking for him and it's just i mean that sounds like a waste of time to me i mean squatching? if you like huh squatching is that what it's yeah, called they call it. if yeah. you genuinely believe in it and you're like fucking spending your life hunting for this bigfoot yeah you need to reevaluate <laughs> yourself but if it's just like a fun like hey let's go hiking maybe we'll find bigfoot like it's right. just fun mythology you know right but did you get to be like an expert in shit huh <laughs> like poop Oh yeah. Do you have to be? This, like, what this if some you... Sam Scratch shit right here. Yeah, <laughs> Sam Scratch. <laughs> this is some Sam Scratch. But no, like if you find some bear poo, I mean you got it. Someone could find it and be like, oh, "This is Sasquatch poo." Yeah, you know what I mean. You kind of have like, to know the difference. You might a normal person might think this is some bear poo, but you you, you taste that consistency. That's oh Sam Scratch. Gosh. What does Sasquatch eat? If he's real, and people. No way. Yeah. <laughs> he's got he's got people for sure. Is he carnivore? Why, why do you think omnivore? nobody ever like herbivore? I think he's probably got to be an omnivore. That's what I'm thinking. Why do you think nobody ever like finds him cuz when they do he gets a fucking snack, dude. He's not real. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but this is the fun shit that people got to make up cuz yeah. he isn't. It's bizarre. How long does it does it take for a lie to become mythology? Well, there's a deep question. Dude, so that's one thing that we talked about in Latin American history a bunch is that you have these constant stories being told about political figures that have become myth almost. And when you're going back and you're researching the history, it's hard to determine what is actually myth and what is actually history. Sure. I mean, how how do you think – why do you think there's such – pushback against americans when jefferson gets tied to slavery what do you mean people yeah, people put up like people put jefferson in our founding and our founders right up on this pedestal right and almost on almost like in a you know almost kind of like deities in oh yeah and everyone tries to claim him as their p- part of their party or part of their school or their establishment exactly right but then when it comes out that you know he pretty much forced sally hemmings into an unconsensual relationship yeah fathered multiple kids with her he raped her they don't even want to um they don't even want to entertain it like right. oh sally hemmings must have been a sultress uh-huh. or like sultress <laughs> yeah like it's her fault it's her fault right yeah. mm-hmm. but then okay that's a pretty dark example i was thinking like cherry chopping down cherry trees oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean it's the same idea yeah hmm yeah it's interesting that is interesting it's interesting how much we base off of history, like how how much we identify with things. You know what I mean? Like everything. No, I know this sounds weird. No, no, but no, like no. I like this because we both have our degree in history, and and it's interesting to hear another perspective and outside. Because I'm sure at some point, not all of us knew we wanted to be history historians since we were four years old. <laughs> but I mean, I'm sure at some point I thought, you know, and questioned some things the way that you do. So I think it's what were you gonna say? Go ahead and finish your thought. I think like that's how much we feel like we owe it to people that like used to be alive that we have to do things a certain way. Like I love Thomas Jefferson. This is what Jefferson would do. As, hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know if like you have a, a certain loyalty to people that used to well, be. Well, so what Jake and I kind of talk about a lot of times is in the instilled institutions that were founded in the creation of the United States and through time have been created and instilled. So 
there's those elements that we kind of, I think, if it works, you keep going. Right. But what are you talking about? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I was just saying shit. <laughs> what do you think? I'd say, I think I'm sorry. What was, were you? Were you sleeping? No. Oh my God. He's always sleeping on the loyalty podcast. to like organizations or not even, history. not even, but loyalty ideas. to history and ideas. He's saying, he's saying that he, you have such a strong self identity, like identity with that history that like you feel like you have to act. Do you feel it. that way? No. But what do you all. mean? So like, give me an example. Uh, I guess like in the South, like with Confederacy or okay. whatever, like the Confederate flag. Like, I, I don't really know what to say about that specifically, right. but, like, the idea that, like, yeah, like, uh, the South used to be the, like, we used to fly this flag, we should fly this flag, too. Okay. But, it's like, part of you our, yourself. part of our heritage. Yeah. And, right. And, and because it's part of our heritage, we have to adhere to, we have to, like, still maintain this symbol. Right. Is that kind of what you're saying? Kind, yeah. 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 Like, you yourself weren't a part of that, but, like, you identify with it for so sure. strongly for some reason. So one example I kind of think about is like when we talk about the Pacific Northwest and the land of milk and honey and we talk about how it's just kind of this green utopia, right? Mm-hmm. And then in that class we kind of discovered some shady roots of like slavery in oh, yeah. the Pacific Northwest. You know, uh, African Americans weren't allowed in Oregon until after the 1870s. Right, like right. So that's yeah, you're learning some things. That. Yeah, so it's just interesting, kind of off that idea that you kind of idolize this area or you look to the northwest. Right. It's like this beautiful place. You're, there's pride in it. You kind of like deify it a bit. Oh, okay. I think that's definitely true. I mean, people sell Pacific Northwest merch constantly, right. mm-hmm. and like, then I mean, not that they're gonna. You're not gonna sell products if it's like. The beauty of the Pacific Northwest, and we well, had it's a regional, slaves. It's a regional. It's a regional culture that likes to cherry pick right. certain parts, the better parts of history, right. just like the South does, for sure. Well, are they cherry picking the better parts of history if they're idolizing that Confederate flag? Well, they like to. They like to only cherry. P- yes, because they only like cherry pick that the Confederacy was about states' rights and not about slavery. Yeah, right. that's true. Okay, that's a good point. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. I'm not no, I do. I definitely think it's interesting. It's just, I don't know. It is that idea of creating a myth, idolizing, deifying, kind of like you said. Is that the word? I don't. I don't know. I think I might have made that up. Like turning, like turning something deity. into a deity, right? Deifying. De- I don't know the word. Glorifying. I don't know. Yeah, but for sure, you kind of put those things out there and on a super high pedestal. Right. Like, this is who we are. Hmm. What do you think, Jake? It's an, definitely an interesting topic and one I would like to explore a whole lot, a mm-hmm. lot more. Just especially in the Northwest, right? Right. Like how many people, you know, knew how many different cultures were here prior to the United States? Mm-hmm. I've lived here my whole life and I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, we we don't know. Like, how did we come? How did we come here? And right. We, and I think we learned a lot about that in Doctor Sinclair's class. Mm-hmm. Like, how did all, everybody come here? And it's this different. These different subsequent waves of migration mm-hmm. for different you know job opportunities or for displacement because of you know natural disasters of elsewhere like mm-hmm. you know the dust bowl there's a huge migration right. to the pacific northwest during the dust bowl um looking you know for, for jobs, jobs looking yeah. for jobs they go to california they're booted out of california so the only place that goes north right so they ended up here mm-hmm. and then you know the kaiser shipyards you know right. you know people world coming war here for, for you know for you know both world war one and world war two mm-hmm. building building ships and uh um, yeah, I, I th- and you got the tech boom, and that's followed by the tech boom, and oh then um, yeah. it's it's like the number one tech place like in the world. Right, PNW is growing insane. 
yeah i guess the tech hub and then and then asking yourselves like where where do we where do we where does our region go from here mm-hmm. and then it is there going to be a draw outward like what happens when this tech boom bubble bursts right like where is the where's the next part in the united states going to be like there's people already thinking i i, I know my uncle is in the is in the tech business down in beaverton mm-hmm. like with like intel and stuff and he's saying a lot of the a lot of the big money people, the big investors that are already like ahead of the game, are looking at like Western Montana as like this next big population boom economic economic zone. Right. So I mean, it's it, it's it'd be interesting how that ultimately ten years down the road, fifteen years down the road, how do, how is a Pacific Northwest going to uh, going to going to going to look like? Well, it it's it's like historically, there's this region has always provided something to the to the people but in the country as far as there's always products resources products mm-hmm. but opportunity but yeah p- a place to settle you know like what the first european settlers in our you know actually to actually build homes were french canadians right. that retired from hudson's bay intermarried with the native population and settled in the willamette valley right and um but so what so with that said it's it's and maybe this is just hard for me to imagine because it's been such a long history of continuous um, migration inward is m- a- after this tech boom. After you know, if they do relocate mm-hmm. to Montana, Montana, you said Montana. Um, I can't imagine something else just popping up as the new draw. Yeah, to the Pacific Northwest. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, I'm yeah, sure. like Taryn just said, like the new Amazon or whatever. Even though I think there's like, uh, I've read articles where the Amazon's like looking for a new hub or something. For sure, like a second location. Amazon what? Oh, you're saying Amazon is the new Microsoft? It, oh, the new Microsoft? Microsoft? Well, I don't know anything about that. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't know anything either. I'm just saying it's that... It's definitely, like, in Seattle. Right. There's, like, uh, everyone in the downtown area is Amazon. So Clay's living in Seattle for the summer right oh, now. Oh, really? Yeah, and working at Amazon. That's cool. Yeah, he loves it. I hate living in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> I bet the traffic's awful. Tell him about the root beer. The root beer. Oh, my God. Like, okay, so I ordered a root, like, I got a root beer at this grocery store, and I'm waiting for the Bolt bus with Taryn, and, uh... The Bolt bus is a bus that drives from Seattle mm-hmm. to Portland. Okay, yeah, I know yeah. just to clarify. And, uh, so I drank some of it, and it's super sweet, right? Like, I drank, like, half of it, and I was like, that's, like, my sugar intake for the next two weeks. <laughs> and so I go over to the trash can, and I throw it away, and this uh, homeless dude on an Ofo bike. Ofos, by the way, are uh, like I think they're called e-bikes. Like uh, it's like the Nike Town bikes that they have here. Have you seen those? So you, ha- you have an app called Ofo, oh, and then yeah. you scan mm-hmm. the bar on the bike, and it unlocks the bike, and you can ride it for like a dollar an hour or something. Okay. And so, first of all, this homeless guy is on an Ofo bike, so like he unlocked the bike and he's riding it around, which is fine. And then, like, he asked me for a dollar. I'm like, no, I don't have any change. And he's like, well, what the fuck you just throw away? I was like, what? He was like, well, what was that? Was that a beer or a root beer? I was like, root beer? He was like, why'd you throw it away? And I was like, it's too sweet. He was like, motherfucker, I don't like that. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I was like, what? Jesus. So I just, like, walked away. I was like, all right. Did he go and get the soda? No, he he rode off like shouting angrily. Oh, I thought when you told me the story, like he went and got it. No, he's just pissed at you. He was just pissed. <laughs> I was like, dude. Oh I don't my know. gosh! So first of all, I was like, how did he know it wasn't empty? He's watching you, dude. Yeah, that's a bit creepy. Right. So it's funny because Clay 
you know, grew up here and in the, uh, the rural area and just never rode public transportation. And then for a summer, he moves to Seattle, and it's just like this whole new experience. It's so funny to me. Because, yeah. I mean, I grew up in Portland. I was always downtown Portland skating, constantly interacting with, with homeless people. No, it's not the homeless people that are, like, weird. No, it's I know like that, but just, experience. like, the dirty-ass city, like... Oh, super dirty. But now that I live in rural Vancouver, Washington, I hate Portland. <laughs> I hate the city. I just don't like... Like, Vancouver's, like, the... Or Battleground, you know, that those... Battleground, those... I just like those smaller towns and those smaller cities. The thing to me is that, like, like... Like I, uh, I, my main example is like from here to the next twenty feet. There's like a like green, like in the city. It right. feels like you're being choked by concrete. Right. We were sitting in his brother's backyard, and you know he's got a yard, and he's like, you see, from me to this fence over there, and it was like what thirty, thirty feet or something. Yeah. And I was it, like, that's like, it almost doesn't exist in the city. Wow. Yeah. Like a, you'll have your occasional park where it's like a green field or whatever, but there's it's just concrete everywhere. That's insane. That that would be almost. Have you been up there? Claustrophobic. I mean, I've I've walked through Seattle. Yeah. Like going to you know Safeco for a game or something. Mm-hmm. But hmm. I mean, like there. people like it. It's just like I'm used to this. You for know? sure. Like I've lived here my whole life, and being up there, it's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I couldn't live in just that concrete jungle. And there's where so many people. Of. It is. It's a concrete jungle, dude. Yeah, where dreams are made of. Uh. Well, that's what Alicia Keys says. Oh, was she talking about Seattle? No, she was talking about New York. Oh, that's a different jungle, dude. Yeah. I'm talking about the Amazon jungle. Get it? In Seattle. Yeah, because yeah. Amazon. Jake. Anyways. Yo. What's going on? I don't know, man. You done? You have anything else you want to talk about? I mean, there's always stuff I could go on for, but. All right, we'll end it there. Yeah. All right, well, it's been fun, Clay. Good job. Oh, that by game. the way, I am in no way a representative of Amazon. I'm legally supposed to say that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you? No. Oh, okay. Wait, no, I'm not a representative. I, I am supposed to, like, say that, though. Are you? I mean, they say, like, if you ever, like, interviewed or anything, you should say that you're not a representative. All right, so Clay is here representing Amazon. No, and he I'm not. <laughs> I'm, le- I'm not. And with the power of Amazon, he won our first game. So congrats on that. Jake, how do you feel about your loss? I'm I'm a b- I'm I'm a bit distraught. Okay, but I think I'll recover. All right. I don't know. It feels nice to win in a battle of intelligence. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening. Um, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Subscribe, share, Delete and your Facebook. And They're watching you. They're selling your information. Straight from uh, the Amazon representative there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. uh, Love you. Thanks for listening. And thank you. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Say what you mean. Who was your your professor? Uh, Scott Calvert. Super cool dude. Right. He's got like the greatest hand job. <laughs>